Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to Ray of Light TV podcast. (laughs) If you are new here, welcome. If you are a returning subscriber, hello. I greet everyone here with the same love, and I am so glad that you all decided to join me today for Soul Care Sunday. For all of my medical humanities, science-based researchers, and viewers, you all are going to love today's episode entitled The Point of Access. Last week on the podcast, we discussed marking an identity statement and how that statement influences how we show up behaviorally in our world. Today, I would love to discuss how we can use this newfound knowledge surrounding our identity to show up in the world for others as well and not only for ourselves. If we look around us, what makes our home, our communities, our families, it's people. People make up the world around us and our contributions and interactions with our surrounding world have an extreme effect on us. In the very first episode of the podcast, Self Care v. Soul Care, we discuss how our personal soul care is very much nourished by our offerings to the surrounding environments and how we allow ourselves to be points of access for those in need. You know, for me, I see my podcast as an access point for people where I share these different varying truths and ideals that ultimately encourage people to see themselves in a higher light as well as develop strategies that will challenge their ideas surrounding their personal worlds and the worlds around them. Strategy, as I made clear in my last video, is so important because we are always being bombarded with something, whether it's something new, something new to think about, new ways of interacting with the world, as you clearly see it with COVID-19, new ways of interacting with ourselves in terms of personal development, growth, falls, shortcomings, and always new acceptances of who we are. I found out something new about myself literally every day. And I have to learn how to adapt positively so that I can use every experience that I have to help someone else who was in need, but doesn't necessarily have the right strategy. Sarah Jakes Roberts once said something that was so interesting to me. She said, change can easily become destruction if not guarded with wisdom. And I believe that this platform is so important, especially now, because as a world, as a community, as a whole unified world, we are all going through changes and transitions. And the only thing that will keep us is a commitment to our growth, as well as commitment to being a point of access for those who are struggling and in need of a sense of clear direction as well as correction from the Lord. I'll say in a heartbeat how grateful I am for my family. As I transition in life, as stated before, I have such a strong structure of family around me who work to ensure I have the proper counseling, the proper information, and the proper help that I need to survive and thrive. God personally handcrafted them and made them my strategy so that I could never lose even when I feel off track, even when I feel crazy, even when I feel in a whirlwind of life, 
And, you know, throughout this discussion, I would charge you to think about who are your structures? What are your structures that keep you together, you know, and keep you grounded? And as for you guys, my family, of course, I'm here to nudge you all back on course too, even when you feel off and crazy and all over the place. I promise you, you're not, okay? Everything you experience is so that you can come back and be a point of access for someone else who will or is already experiencing the same thing. Y'all, what an amazing truth to know that our lives really are not for ourselves, but, you know, for God and the people around us. And also, I just wanted to do a little tad bit in here. Please feel free to send me questions, comments, you know, discussions y'all want to have for the podcast that are, you know, for your growth and for the ability of you guys. So send me questions. But back to what I was saying, this understanding of how we view ourselves, even in the crazy chaoticness of life, is so important because it is the bridge that will keep our ever-evolving growth and change from quickly turning into destruction. You are always a point of access. Always. And if you take nothing else from this video, I want to live you with that truth. You can use your situation and anything that you're going through right now for good, for positivity, and to be a point of access for someone else's health and well-being. When we look at how we view ourselves, it affects how we see our health. It's just a fact. It's a pure, you know, just a truth. How we look at ourselves affects our health, whether it's mental, spiritual, physical. We have to guard that health. And in my medical humanities class, we discussed the factors that determine an individual's health. And some of these factors included how much love a person gives out and actually allows to replenish them. Physically allows as in their heart. Access to knowledge, information about well-being and overall health. Our healthcare capital plus access. You know, do you have resources emotionally as well as practically? Can you see a healthcare provider if you are in need? Do you have access to therapy or medicine or behavioral therapy? Do your personal religious views even allow for this? Do you even know? Do you even know the answer to these questions, you know? Do you have access to electronic equipment to pull out Google and ask, hey, is what I'm going through okay? Hey, am I crazy? Like, hey, am I experiencing a behavioral disorder? Or is this just a little temporary thing that can be fixed with some, you know, natural remedies or some tea or whatever, you know? WebMD, my mom always tells me, she's a nurse, she says, stay off of Dr. Google. Because Dr. Google will only let you know that something is wrong, baby. Leave Dr. Google alone. But the point that I'm trying to make is, do you even have a Dr. Google? Everyone doesn't have a phone they can pull out and do that. You know? How do you treat your mind, your body, and your spirit? Are these properties something you even consider? Have you come into a full awareness of yourself as a whole being? That brings me back to episode one, self-care be soul care. How do you view yourself Because this determines health. This determines well-being. This determines how you can even go into the world and make change and be change agents. Okay? Building up change agents in the world. 
hygiene and genetics are such a big point y'all are you taking care of your body are your genetics like you we gotta know these things you know because genetics are important they are our inherited traits that sometimes we don't get to choose but if we have an understanding and an awareness and a knowledge surrounding our genetics and how my mother's thing influences me or my father's thing or their family tree, I can work to know myself better and treat myself in a way that is personal to me and treat myself better. We have to understand these things to be able to treat ourselves. You know, where do you live? You would be amazed at how many problems you can guess a person has just from their zip code, y'all. Just from their zip code. Geography plays such a major role in health and well-being. Where we live, where people live, geography, it's so important. And these factors, they change square mile by square mile. So many issues surrounding medical and health justice have not to do with the condition but with the community that these people are in, y'all. I would love for you guys to read a book. It's called um, The Medicalization of Society by Peter Conrad. And it shares that so many major healthcare crises and crises, excuse me, are a result of geographic location, socioeconomic status, and accessibility. Do y'all really, like, I would love to sit down and have a breakdown of just, like, the medicalization of society. Can I do that here? Is that something y'all would be interested in? To think that when we see cardiovascular problems and heart attacks and high cholesterol, high blood pressure in communities of color, it's not the disease that we're looking at, but the socioeconomic and the racial injustice of lack of accessibility to you know, correct, adequate food eating and, you know, access to education and access to just location. So many of us live in food deserts and don't even know it. And if you don't know what a food desert is, it's a geographic location and space that is not close to a surrounding grocery store or a farmer's market. So these people are living in communities where they only have McDonald's and Burger King and Popeye's and it's so systematically set up for, you know, the default of those in poverty, the the default of those who are people of color. And this is just our truth. But the more that we understand this, the more that we dive into the actual problems that are going on in the world and, you know, look at them from a broader point of view, the greater understanding we can have about ourselves and how we can go out into those same communities and help those same communities that we grew up in. We didn't know that we were living in a food desert then, but now that we know we can go back and make change. That's why this awareness is so important. We got to take the blinders off and live like our lives aren't our own, but to be points of access to others in need. You know, it's also important to note that nothing that we think we know about people or society or behaviors or interactions are clear cut. None of them are clear cut. Just like I said, problems vary square mile by square mile. People are messy. Culture is messy. People are different. 
But that's why people are needed. That's why every single person in the world is needed. It's not something for one person to do. It's something for every person to do. Because people are so different. Everybody's idiosyncrasies and everybody's little, you know, their personal cultures, they're needed. This is why it is so important for us to be bridges in the world, to be bridges in our communities, to be bridges in our household. Because we are the portals of truth. We are the portals of culture. We are the portals to higher knowledge and the points of access for the everyday people surrounding us. We must take a stand for our identity, y'all. And tune into these identities in such a way that it allows us to be a pragmatic strategy for the people in our surrounding lives. Your background, where you came from, your culture, your beliefs, your music taste, your interests. It's all for a greater purpose that God is constructing. You may think, hmm, why do I like that thing? Why am I in an anime? Why am I in a country music? Why am I a black girl who doesn't like the normal things that a quote unquote, you know, black girl? That's a whole different conversation. But what I'm saying is. All of your idiosyncrasies, they are for a greater purpose. That's why you are needed. If you are wondering what your purpose is in the earth and why you're needed, it's for somebody else, y'all. It's all, everything. The Bible says all things work together for the good. So it's always working for the greater good of either us or for someone else. And I believe the moment that we really begin walking in purpose is the moment we are we see ourselves in our lives, not just for us, but for the people around us, y'all. That's when the dots connect and we find we are truly nurturing the soul. That soul care, that love offering to the world. Yeah, that's when the dots connect. This, this, this podcast, this is where the dots connect for me. This is where I get it. And before we leave, I would like to leave you all with three tips to help you become useful strategies in this world. Useful points of access in the world. Useful bridges for somebody else, y'all. And it doesn't have to be this whole big thing. It can be so small as passing on this information like I do to y'all. This is not a, you know, a major Martin Luther King thing yet. You know, I say yet because one day it will be global. But for right now, my love offering is just sharing to you all what I'm learning. Sharing with you all tips and tools that you can use and take into your communities. You can do that. You tell a friend about this. You tell a friend about how their identity and where they came from in their community, in the area they grew up in. It's all for a purpose. It's all for somebody else. It's bigger. That that's when that's when you know what? That's when change starts to be something, okay? When we get people informed on this stuff, when we get the dominoes rolling, you tell somebody, then they tell somebody, then they tell somebody, then they tell somebody. And before you know, it, we're breaking generational curses. We're breaking generational ignorance. We're breaking generational just lack of access to truth. It, that's why this is important, y'all. Think about the ways you can be a point of access for someone else 
in your home. Start small, baby. How can I be a point of access for my mom? How can my mom be a point of access for me? How can I be a point of access for, you know, whoever? Start small and wake your way up. But to get into the steps, step one, write down an identity pyramid. And when I say identity pyramid, I want you to start at the top, write your name. So I will write, my name is Raven Lipford. And then I would draw little arrows, things that connect me to my identity. So some things like, what is my background? Where was I born? What school did I attend? Who grew up in my household? Who grew up in my household? Did I grow up in a single parent house? Did I grow up in a house with two parents? Did I grow up in, you know, where did, where did I grow up? What community are you from? What, what, what were you um, exposed to as a child? What you know, what was your life? What values did you learn? What are your interests? What are the things that are so innate in you or that were programmed into you to make you who you are? Write down your identity and structure it in a pyramid so that you can clearly see the dots. And when you do that, the reason I say do a pyramid is because when you start drawing those arrows, you'll start seeing dots connect and you'll start seeing, okay, I did this or I had to go through this or I was exposed to this or I had to live this for this reason. And it may not click all at once, but one day it will. And when it does click and when the opportunity is presented that I had to do this and go through this and do this for this, it'll be like magic. All things work together for the good. Step two, how did this stuff, how did it shape your interests and behaviors? So connect the dots. And step three, how can you use these truths to help someone else in need? And when I say someone else in need, I do not mean this has to be a big, bold, public thing. If you had to go through, if you went through um, mental health, a mental health little bad, if you went through some anxiety, if you went through some depression, how can you use what you had to go through? to help somebody else what tips do you write down to help you because i got my tips y'all and best believe i'm gonna post them what are tips that get you through today that you need for your health and your mental well-being to help somebody else you know how can you fill in the gaps that people slip through so easily because they're just simply not being taken care of or made to feel like they're lives matter their stories matter everybody everybody's story from the day that they were born matters it is all like it matters nothing was just for happenstance not one day is for happenstance in the bible y'all know i'm gonna bring it back the bible says that before god formed us he formed our days So that means that no day that we ever had, no day that is ever to come is just for happenstance, baby. It's it's for something. But when people don't have access to this understanding, they're made to feel like their lives have no purpose. They're made to feel like they don't have a future. They're made to feel like they're always going to be going through the same thing simply because they don't have other people, other points of access, other structures to let them know and help them believe that it's really going to be okay. Who can you make believe that their lives really do matter? How do you live your life in such a way that people believe that the things that you're saying to them 
it's not just lip service and then they're gonna go back to the same way of living whose lives can you change while you're here on this earth who can you breathe life into who can you speak life into who can you teach life into because sometimes people have to be taught y'all sometimes i gotta be taught from the ground up daily by my family by my structure that it's a continual process, that this just isn't my, you know, like whatever, it's always getting better. You know, we have to be the people who resemble the other people in our lives. We have to be their mirror. We have to be their reflection. So they know that their lives matter. And that one day it will all make sense. And that today is not just another day where they go through the same old thing, but it's something different, y'all. We got to tap in. We got to tap into that. And we got to tap into the people that God placed in our lives. We have to tap into God. You know? Tap into... Y'all. We got to. We have to. You know? And just to leave you with a final question to chew on and to sit with when you leave to ponder on for 20 minutes instead of getting on Instagram and instead of getting on YouTube and seeing who can you be next whose life do you want to live like who do you want to whose business model do you want to take from sit down and set a timer for 15 minutes 20 minutes 10 minutes 5 minutes 4 minutes start small (laughs) And sit and ponder with the question. How can I be a bridge to fill in the gaps? Where am I a point of access? And take that question so serious. take that position so seriously that you live your life like lives are in your hands I love you all very much and I hope that you all have a very, 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 very blessed and prosperous day. With love always. See y'all next week.